Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Yeah, amen. Glory to God. Hey, go over here to uh, Mark chapter 4. We've been talking about the sower. Amen. We've been talking about the power and principle of seed, and we're going to go slow. If you want lasting change in life, and I'm not going to go fast. I'm going to let them do the ushers do their thing. If you want lasting change in your life, you're going to have to produce it with the power of a seed because nothing lasts that's not really rooted to the Word of God. So everything you see that's temporal could be subject to change by the right material, the Word of God. So in today, what I want you to see uh, is this, that your, your, the seed of the Word of God is connected to a harvest. If you're going to ever change your life, it's going to be the power and principle of a seed. You will not be able to continue lasting change without a seed. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So everything's only going to be temporal until it's connected with a seed because the seed has the power within itself to create. The Bible says you were born again of incorruptible seed. So you understand that? So once you accept that seed, put it in your heart, grow it in the garden, it produces what? Lasting change. Amen. You all know where this comes from. It comes from Romans 12 and 1. You don't have to go there. It's not a big deal. It, God said what? I beseech you there for brethren by the mercies of God. Present your body a living sacrifice, holy, just, and acceptable, which is a reasonable service. And be not conformed, but be ye transformed through the renewing of your mind. You transform because you renew your mind. What am I supposed to renew my mind to? The word of God. If you do not renew your mind, am I going too fast? If you do not renew your mind to the word of God, you're going to live at a default. And that ain't going to be good enough because you've got to reprogram your head because I'm a new creature in Christ. What am I? i got to find me and discover me in the Bible. You got that? Because you ain't who you think you are. You're better than who you think you are. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, all you see sometimes when you see you is the things you missed. Yeah, true. See, I'm not looking at you through how you see yourself in your lens. Right. I'm looking at you through the lens of God's word. Yeah. Jesus has no opinion about you other than what the word of God says about you. Amen. Even in your human performance, he doesn't even recognize your human frailty because he only sees you in Christ. Amen. My ways ain't your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. I think about you a whole lot better than you think about you because I know you better than you know you. And the moment you can catch up to how God sees you, you're going to lose your inferiority complex and this kind of zony kind of idea we have, like we're in, we're out, we're up, we're in. No, you're not. You're rooted in him. Amen. Amen? So the closer I can get you to grab that word of God and say, it, I, it, it is who I say I am. I can do what it says I can do. Yes. I'm one with the word. You know what I'm saying? Because God has no opinion about you, even in your human frailty. You, he just says what the Bible says about you. He proved it to you. I told you that a long time ago. Remember he found John, John the Baptist acting like a total fool, goes out there, says, are you the Christ? I don't even know if you're the Christ. Guy's the, the guy's the one who told us Jesus is the Messiah. Now he goes to prison. He don't even know if he's God anymore. He said, go ask him if he's the Messiah. I was like, I would slap that jerk. You kidding me? If you were Jesus, you're the one who told me you're the Messiah. Now he don't know. Now he's messed up. 
Go tell them what you see. Go tell them what you hear. Then Jesus turns around and could rebuke them. Jesus could have turned around and rebuked them. Jesus could have turned around and got mad at them. Jesus could have turned around and did all this. Jesus could have did all that in front of people. He goes, hey, would you come to see a reed shaking in the wind? No, you came to see a prophet, and there's no greater prophet than John. And God showed me this. He said, what did he say? I read it. I said, he said, no greater. He said, no, 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 no. What did he say? And I had to look and think. I said, he said this again. He said, yeah, he said it again. He said it in the book of Isaiah. You know what Jesus did when John looked like a human, maybe he failed? He read a scripture about him. He had no opinion about John. He only said what the word of God said about him. That's all he does with you. Even when you, even when you don't look good, he just says what the Bible says about you. You better get that one down. Even when I look like a total bozo, he's like, oh, no, that's my son. Wow. <laughs> Made in my likeness and in my image. Come on, somebody. Wow. You so good, it can't even stick on you, man. He got you clean, washed. Come on, you see this? Stay, stay in this thing no matter what, and do not disconnect from what God created you to be. Amen. You got it? Now, that's hard for your human mind to grasp, but you ain't, you ain't. You're not dealing with a human. You're dealing with a supernatural being. Right. He doesn't see you the way you see you. My God, thank God. Yes. Don't that make you feel good? Yes. Praise the Lord. Yes. You know, I'm walking around like, I'm really not that great. God's like, nah, you great. Praise the God. I'll take your opinion of me. Amen. But you got to renew your mind in this because if you don't renew your mind in this, you'll think the way you want to think, and the way you want to think ain't good enough. And that's why God said, my ways Ain't your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. I got a better opinion of you. Elevate your game of thinking and renew your mind to what I made you to be. So this is how you do this. Now, how do I do that? I connect myself to the seed of the word of God because the word of God has the power within it to transform me into its likeness. Now, did you get that? So apples, seeds produce apples. Orange, trees produce oranges. Word, seeds produce word you see it you take the seed of love and put it in your heart and you'll grow in love you take the seed of peace and put it in your heart you'll become one with it it'll connect to you and you become it you connect to it and you become it you see this thing I can't change. I can't find lasting change. Not till I found the word of God and once I find that word in that word is the potential to become how does that happen simple it's a mystery and a miracle of heaven. Look, I'll prove it to you, right? We're going to, we'll, we'll bounce, we'll bounce a little bit here. Just but stay with me because you got to see this because then we got to go back and we got to get there because it's very, very, very important, okay, that you see this thing because um, I think if you're not careful, sometimes what happens is we don't understand how to produce this and because we don't understand how to produce this, we try to do it with a different system, and the different system does not produce the lasting change, and because that lasting change has not been developed from the Word of God, we got problems. And the problem is this. We quit. And we quit not by any other reason, but because it gets discouraging. I'm going to talk to you about that because I'm trying it. Why ain't it working? It ain't working because we ain't working it right. We have to go to the root of the seed, okay? Go to 1 Peter. Just look at this. Just look at this, okay? Um, 
uh, 1 Peter 1.23. King James is great. Okay? Just let's look at this. And then you're going to see this, and then we're going to get going. You doing all right? Yes, I think this will help you if you can see it. Okay? And this, this is big. Once you get to this, she'll pop it up there, okay? Because this, this, one, this one will help you see it. Because when you start to understand this, he said, this is how you got born again. When you start to understand how you were born again, you'll start understanding how this whole thing works. Okay? So look at this. Being born again, not of what? Corruptible, corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So how did I get born again? I put the seed in there of what? incorruptible seed of word of God that can make me born again. What was the seed? A salvation. You put a salvation seed in there, what did it produce? Salvation. But what does he say about the word of God? Lit it. Say it. Say it, Clint. What does it say? Liveth and abideth for how long? Forever. Look at 2 Peter. Go to 2 Peter 1.3. Okay? Now you all right? Now you got that. This word lasts forever. How you get lasting change? Connect yourself to the word. Now, see, now, watch this. Now, you got to sell out on the process. You got this? You got this? You better pay attention in here. Some of you all jerking around. Come on. I love you, but come on. Pay attention. You know what I'm saying. I'm not saying that in a rude way. I'm trying to get you to dial us in. How do I get lasting change? From the word. So let me ask you a question. Are you connected to the word? Because if you ain't connected to the word, how are you going to get this lasting change? So now, did you bury the right word in you to produce the fruit you want to see in your future? Come on, you see what I'm saying? And then I'm going to show you what happens once you put it in there. It gets exciting in the beginning, but now you got to hang on when it looks like nothing is happening, and that's where the real test of faith comes in. You okay? Yes, you doing good? Yes, sir. So you, watch this. You want to see it? Yes, sir. Now watch this. I'm showing you some good stuff in here. Good. Yes, sir. This is the system of how you get it to work. Now, I understand. look, I'm smart enough to know y'all ain't, ain't going to go do this, so I do all the work for you. <laughs> you haven't figured this out yet? I'm, I do all the work for you. I don't know what's the matter with you. We get the app, for crying out loud. Download the app. The Chris Arnold Ministry one, I, I manage a little different. The church one is phenomenal. But the Chris Arnold Ministry one, is, is I have a little bit more. You can put that, start putting that in the relevant if you want. I give you five, six scriptures a day, right? I'm telling you what I do. I give you something to think about. Think about your own thing. I don't care what you do. And I give you confession. By the time you leave the house, you're ready to go. Right. Meditate on those scriptures and come up with your own opinion. I could care less. Write your own app. I could care less. I just got to get your mind moving towards God so your mind stays stayed on him. Amen. Are you getting this? Yeah. So if I can put them scriptures in you, yeah. come on, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get up tomorrow, you read them things, take one scripture. You get 52 scriptures. Come on, man. One a week for crying out loud. You're a different person by the end of the year. Transforming. You're transformed. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? So watch what he said. Now watch. I know the secret is success. It ain't, he tells you right here. Look, pop that over there. According as his divine power, I did what? Given us all things that pertain to life and God. Not might give it to us, has already given to us. Read it. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to your life, you live in the earth, and godliness, your spirit life. Everything you need is already done. Because Ephesians 1.3 says all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ have already been given. See what I'm saying? So what is he saying? He's saying, okay, good. How do I get, how, how many of you want all these things that pertain to life in God? Okay, through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue. That's power. How do we do this? Everybody ask the question, how do we do this? 
verse 4 shows you how. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That's the word of God. Correct? That by these exceeding great and precious promises, you might be a partaker of a divine nature. That's a supernatural life. Having escaped the that's in the how do I do that? How do I escape the world with divine promises from that seed, from that word? You see the process? You find that promise connected to that word. You put that promise in the word in your heart, and you hang on. Because it's the way. Now watch this. Well, you know, I know that. Then do it. Don't quit on it. You should be a walking word. Well, why is God going to do it? See, here we go, here we go. Because this should be the basis of your prayer. Go to 1 John 5, 14 and 15, please. Go there, King James, read it. The basis of your life should be built upon the word of God. You go to church, yeah. right? This is the confidence. Look, she's going to put up there. This is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, we know he hears us. And if we ask anything according to his will, then we know we got it. And if he know he hears me, then we know we got it. Amen. Go ahead, 1 John 5, 14. Let's look at it. And this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, his will is his word, and his word is his will. He left you a last will and testament called the Bible for you to find all the promises of your inheritance in there. You got it? And this is the confidence if I know if we have in him, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears me. Oh, look at 15. What's mankind's biggest problem? Does God hear me? He hears you when you speak his word back to him. I don't know about, look, I'm going to, you want to get real scriptural? I, I, don't, I don't know. Look, he didn't say, and, and if he hears us, we know whatsoever we ask. We know we have the petition that we should desire him. Hey, the more scriptural your communication with God is, the better results you're going to have in knowing that he heard you. Now, he'll comfort, he'll comfort all your craziness because he loves you. You want to go in there and just vent? Go for it. You want to get results? Go in, there like a, like, go in there like a lawyer. Proof and evidence. Here's what, you, here's, what, here's what I say. Here's what you say. Here's what it says. Here's what the Bible said. Done. Yeah, go in there with a legal contract, man. Go in there, hey, this is what you put in your book. This is what you said I got access to. This is what you said I could be. This is what you said I could do. That's that. That's it. You wrote it. That settles it. I'm done. See it? Now that's getting in there good, but guess what? I, I want results. Do you want results? Yes. Then go in there, go in there sharp. Yes. Go in there with witnesses. Yes. See what I'm saying? Okay, now we got that established. I gotta have the seed. Why? Because look what he says in Mark 4 4. Now, now watch why he says the parable of the sow is so important. You see what I'm saying? He's like, well, what are you gonna do? Sower sows the word. These are they by the wayside, such as hear the word. Immediately when they hear it, they receive it with gladness, but after a while they try to endure, but they can't do it because they have no root in themselves. And immediately, because affliction and persecution arises for the word's sake, what happens when they get offended? Uh-oh, right? Affliction and persecution arose for the word's sake. You know what that is? Pressure. <laughs> Pressure showing up for your promise. Now, this is what the Lord told me the other day. You know what he told me the other day? He said, here's the deal. The pressure has to show up to break the seed, but be careful you don't take the pressure on yourself and it breaks you. 
Because the only way to get this pressure, you got to get pressure tested. Everybody in here is getting pressure tested. Everybody's going to get pressure tested. Because once that pressure shows up, it's going to say, hey, can you hang on to that promise, baby, even though the pressure showed up? Just hang on. Yeah, you got to stay in there. Don't, it's going to get pressure tested because pressure is the only thing that allows that thing to crack open. If you do not have the pressure, you cannot break the seed open. But the promise, problem is while I'm holding on to the pressure, man, this thing's buckling me a little bit. What do I do? I have to understand how to navigate in pressure. You understand this? Because everybody thinks like I think. If I am in the will of God doing what I am supposed to be doing for God, why in the heaven do I have to go through all this nonsense? It should be easier, shouldn't it? No, because it's coming for the word's sake. Amen. It's not your fancy anointing. They try to sell you all this stuff in the church, you know. Well, brother, you know, you anointed it. New, ne- new levels, new devils, you know. You got this special anointing on your life. You're so supernaturally, specially spectacular, and you're going to have to fight fights of special fight. And you know Joseph, and you know, oh, my God, stop. You got word? Anybody got word? Anybody got a word in here? Yes. You got a promise in here? Anybody got a promise? Yes. Anybody got a word? Yes. Anybody got anything to hanging on from that book, chapter, yes. and verse? Yes. Not your little cute special anointing because, you know, you sing like an angel stuff. I, I, get you, I preach like Jake's. No, 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 none of that stuff. Come on. You got a word? Yes. You got a promise? Yes. You got a dream yes. and a vision yes. connected to the word of God? Yes. Look at your neighbor. Say, you got pressure. You got pressure. Look at your other neighbor. Say, you got pressure. How you got pressure? I got a promise. Look what it says here. Look up there. Look at 4, 14, 15, 16. Look, right? So or so is the word. Beautiful, right? Where the word is sown, when it heard, saint comes immediately. We know where that joker comes. He tries to come steal your stuff, which you don't understand. He'll steal. 60 because he's a thief. Come on. These are they likewise sown. What? Hear the word. How many of you heard the word? Come on. How many of you heard the word? How many immediately left here with gladness? Yay! Yay! How many ready to punch me in the head by Thursday? Yay! Right? You know, like, man, a joker told me it's going to be all right. Right? You know, you get mad a little bit. Immediately, she was, guys, watch 17. And have no root in themselves, endure before time. Afterward, affliction and persecution is fancy words for pressure coming for the problem. Why does the affliction and persecution come? For the what? For the what? That's why you don't go for no promises no more, some of you. You quit. I don't like the pressure that comes with the promise, so I ain't got no promises no more. I just live in status quo Christianity. I'm okay with it. I just don't want to have another fight. Yeah, boy, I'm good at this one. I got you messing with your head, tinkering. What, last promise? You know how long it took? Man, I get stuck. I get stuck with people's stuff. I had somebody, dad to go to court, bro. We had to wait a year. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do for a year, man? You ever try to stay in faith for a year? Look, you better pay attention, man. How about, how about the baby thing? We had the baby thing, right? We had to stay in, how, we had to stay in faith nine months, almost, right? Seven months, right? Some of you know what I'm saying. Man, I got to lock my head in, man. I got to crank down, lock in. That's why we document it, right? This is smart. That's why you write this down. You document the time, and you document the day you release faith. And six months into this thing, you go back to that moment in time. You know how many times i got to tell myself the date and the time? I go back to it. 
the time and the day and said, I believed I received when I prayed, and I'm not changing my mouth. I don't care what you say to me. Right. care what they bring, brought us, brought you paperwork and all that. care what this thing said. Right. And you're a little too serious, Pastor Chris. You're a little too uptight. You're all pumped up. I'm going to break the devil's neck. Amen. This guy's crazy. Yeah, I'm nuts. Okay? okay. I'm going to break the devil's neck. Thank you, Lord. He don't fight fair. I've been in rooms, man. I had a kid one time come to me. How old was that kid when I was there? 15? He, oh, the devil tells me he's going to kill me when I go to sleep at night. I said, what did you say? This kid turned white wow. as a ghost. Yeah. Fred, I ain't kidding you. White as a ghost. I said, what did he say to you? He goes, every night I go to bed and I lay there. Had MS. He goes, every night I go to bed, the devil tells me he's going to kill me. I said, does he really? I left that house. I left that house that day determined that you don't fight fair. And I'm not going to fight fair forever. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, and so did you. You want to fight? Let's fight. I ain't going to fight you with these hands. I'm going to fight you in the spirit. You want to play? Let's play. Because, no, he don't fight fair. And you over there want to say, like, what am I doing? This is why you got to learn this stuff with the seed and hang on that seed. I'm not backing up on the word of God. I don't care what it says. I don't care what they say. I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care what this said. I don't care what that said. The only hope I got is God. I don't care what the situation said. I don't care what the circumstance said. What does the seed say? What does the seed say? And don't you let go and don't say nothing different and don't do nothing different because pressure's coming. And you want to know what pressure's trying to do? Get you to say something different than what that seed says. That's why you got to stop talking the way sometimes we talk. Got to watch your mouth, man. Keep your words right. Look, 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 look. You ready for this? You doing okay? Okay, look, look. It's coming forward. Look what it says here. Pressure is coming. Look at nine. Look at Psalms 91.15. Just write these down. Just write these down. Just write these down. Okay? You got them? I mean, you got a couple of you. You doing good? Yeah. You know I get excited about this a little bit, huh? You got to too. Hey, it's your kids. That's right. Amen. It's your family. Amen. You know? Oh, it's going to be like this. No, it ain't going to be like that. It's going to be the way you say it's going to be. Right. What about confession? We see everybody say, well, Pastor, you know, you teach us that. Man, that's not old school. That's the Bible. Jesus is, hello. Yep. Is Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever? There ain't no new things in heaven, bro. Forever. Well, I got to reinvent the wheel for you know what I'm saying? Like, let's just do what they tell us to do. Yes. Confess the word, pray in the spirit. Did you read this one? Look at I will answer your cry for help every time you pray. You will find and feel my presence even in your time of pressure and trouble. Whoa! Hey, you get that? Next time you got pressure, says pray. Jesus, man, I'm going to show up with my what? My presence. Woo! You want to find and feel me. How many want to find and feel some Jesus? Next time pressure shows up, you want to find and feel some Jesus. Jesus, I just want to feel you. Come on, somebody. Come on, right? You ever get out so far you ain't got no net? Yeah, we, we working without a net today, bro. We out there. Yeah, man. Go for it. It's a life of faith. You might as well, right? Now, here's the problem, though. When pressure shows up, guess what it's trying to do? It's getting you to try to say something different than the situation. So you got to remember something. You got to refuse wrong thinking. So get rid of the goofy thinking. It starts with your thinking. Don't think anything different than the promise. Don't say anything different than the promise. And don't do anything different than the promise. Did you get that? Do you understand that? Look what this one says. You're going to love this one. 
Watch this one. How many of you get in trouble with your mouth? Oh, Jesus, help me. Right? No, pressure comes with a word, so watch your mouth. Oh, God, help us. Look what Pro- Come on, man. You guys ain't helping a pastor out. Proverbs 17, 27. I get in trouble with my mouth. Do you? How many people get in trouble with your mouth when pressure shows up? Let's all confess our sins before one another. Let the brethren pray. Let the bre- Let's let the brethren pray one for another. I got a mouth problem. How many of you got a mouth problem? How many, need, how many got a mouth problem? Amen. Praise God. Let's, it just kind of feels refreshing. Y'all want to just corporately repent? Help us, Jesus. Just help us. You know, man, I got, I got something to say when this stuff shows up. How about you, right? Don't you? Don't you? A little bit? A little bit. Gigi got on me the other day. Don't laugh. You know you're in the back. I went somewhere. This, these people are so stupid out there, and they want you to believe they're nonsense. I went somewhere. I don't know. Where were we at? I don't know. I said something. I said, these people are crazy. This is so stupid. And she's like, Daddy, cut it out. We were in a store again or somewhere. I'm like, these people are nuts. They're crazy. She's like, you can't say that. I was like, they're crazy. <laughs> and they try to keep me calm. I just let it out. I got no filter sometimes. I'm sorry. Amen. But hey, at least I'm honest. What do you want to do? You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Look at it. This scripture rebuked me. It's so why I had to repent because of God. Look, can you broaden your tongue when your heart is under pressure? Oh, Jesus. There's a scripture for this stuff. God Almighty. Jesus, help me out. Chris, will you help me? Chris put all the lights in, too. Give him a little credit. Chris, you did a good job, man. If you like, it's bright because of you. And Sean, you ain't going to get no credit for nothing yet. You're still a rookie, so just hang in there. You, I know you do all the work. He gets all the credit, but it's okay. No, it's all right. No, nah, no. Nah. You guys are being, it's brighter out there. It's so awesome, right? So wait, can you bridle your, t- I don't even want to read this. Kevin, get up here and read it. <laughs> can you bridle your tongue when your heart is under pressure? Oh my, not sometimes, right? Yeah, that's a good answer. Better than I used to. Because, man, six months ago, I might have cussed you out. No. <laughs> how many are you doing a little bit better? That's how you show that you're wise. Oh, that's so bad. Now I'm just, now I'm just telling on everybody I'm a fool, right? Because now I'm yelling at stuff. No, what I'm saying is this. This is how you show you're wise. And now listen to this. Watch this. This is what an understanding heart does. This is big. What does it do? It keeps you calm. Keeps you cool. Keeps you collected no matter what you're facing. So what's, what's pressure coming from? My word. Now let me ask you a question. What you, the sower sows the word. How'd you get the seed to get in the ground? Somebody spoke it. So what do you think the devil's trying to get you to do? Speak something different than the seed you got in you. Say something. Say broke. Come on, say it. Say sick. How much pressure? Pressure. Pressure. That's what he does. Pushes on you. So he's doing. You can handle this. I don't want to press on those light people over here. Come on, say something different. Come on, hey, say something different. Say something different. Say something. No, you say it different. Say you're broke. Say it. Say you're sick. Say it. You're gonna say it. Yeah, poke you in the eye. Uh, no. He gonna say he's rich. That's what he's trying to do to you. You just can't see it. And then you ever get to the point where you're like, bump it, I'm just done. No, 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 hey. When the pressure becomes the worst, guess what's on the other side? Your breakthrough is on the way. 
just sit there and don't say nothing. What you got to say? I'm not only going to say what the Bible says, or I ain't saying nothing, baby. I'm just going to say, what do you got to say? Nothing. Why? I'm not going to undo. You know, you can undo what you've been waiting for for months with your mouth. Oh, think about it next time you want to go let one go. Uh, I, you ever been like that? I ain't saying nothing. What do you got to say about it? None. What are you going to say about that? Nothing. What are you going to say? I'm going to say what God says because I'm not going near it. Pressure is trying to get you to say something different. It's, it's on assignment and it's on design. And if you're not careful, you're going to get messed up. Look what he says in 2 Corinthians 4.8. Look at this, man. This stuff will help you. Look, though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. At times, I don't know what to do, but I'll tell you one thing I'm doing. I ain't quitting because it ain't an option. Man, you better write that down. I ain't quitting. I ain't quitting. We don't quit. Didn't look good. We won anyway. Didn't quit. Didn't feel right. We won anyway. Didn't quit. Oh, we prayed. They died. Big deal. We didn't quit. Do you hear what I said? Yeah, man, don't play this preacher baloney with me. Yeah, sometimes you pray and they die. What are you going to do? They got their reward. They went to heaven. You know that scripture set me free? They received not the promises of God, but still went on to glory. There's a whole book full of people that were hanging on promises, never got them until they went to heaven. You know what God told me? Some of the people that were close to us went to heaven. Maybe they never would have went to heaven if they didn't find you. Can you handle it? You mature enough to handle that? I say, yes, sir. Because they weren't walking with God before they came. They came in the building. They got saved. It wasn't me got them saved. The Lord got them saved. But if I had to just be part of their story so they could go to heaven, bring them out of the boatload, God. Because I don't want none to perish. I can handle it in my soul. I'm okay with it. It wasn't easy, but I handle it. Because they're in heaven today. Rejoice with Jesus. Every one of them. And you know what that makes me feel? Good. Because you want to know why? That's the most important thing. So we might leave some stuff in there. Who cares? We're going to glory with Jesus. But look what he said there. He said, I'll tell you one thing is not an option. You don't quit. Don't you ever quit. You know what I'm saying? You ain't no quitter. You don't ever quit. I'll fall down, make mistakes. I don't care. Get back up. I told you it's all with me. You can make a million mistakes. There's people in this church 15, 20 years making the same mistakes over and over. I can care less. Don't you quit. Don't you quit. Don't you ever quit. He never quit on you. You don't quit on him. I don't care how many times you got to get up. Remember Donnie McClurkin told you, we fall down, but we get up. <laughs> Donnie told you what's up. He came to the church. I'm like, Donnie, sing that song. He did. You know, he came. He needed to come back. I said, I said, Donnie, sing that song. He said, what song do you want me to sing? I said, we get up. He's like, all right, I'll sing it. You, you preach. I'll sing. I said, yeah, thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I don't, he don't, nobody need me singing, but Clinton thinks I could sing, but he, he, need, he got Jesus or something, right? Come on. Here's the big thing. Don't, don't, don't get offended. Now, I want you to remember this. Don't get offended. Look at Mark 4, um, 17. What happens when pressure shows up and it doesn't get good? We usually get mad. Okay? 4, 17. And what do we do? Affliction and persecution arising for the word's sake. Come on. They'll, go, they'll put it up there. Yeah, they got stuff probably loaded in there. Go to, go to uh, Mark 4, 17. They'll say it. And have no root in themselves. Endure for a time. Afterwards, when the pressure shows up, what happens? Rise before the words immediately to get what? You ever been there? I'm mad. This should have happened by now. Isn't it true? I'm mad. Why is it not working out the way I thought it was going to work out? 
I'm mad, I'm mad, I'm mad. Offense, offense comes in like bitterness and it messes up your heart if you're not careful. Okay? So it didn't work out the way you thought. You know, I've had people pray for a job and we believe God's going to get them the job and we wish for the best job. They don't get the job. They get mad at God. I was like, God probably didn't want you to have the job. Why do you want something God don't want you to have? Oh, and then I get some, I always get some, you know, somebody's in love. Oh, I'm in love. I said, you're in lust. There's a difference. Just chill out. Relax. Go slow. Why didn't God give me lover boy? Because lover boy was not a stud. He was a spud. Mr. Potato Head just left your life. Be happy. Thank you, Father. Amen. Come on. Let's go. Hello. Hello. Hey. Wake up. If it's good for you, God brings it. You keep it. If it's not, he tried to move it away. Don't go messing up the process. Help me. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to go here. I didn't get to go. <laughs> maybe God's mercy is involved here. You think maybe he's bigger than just, come on. He's not trying to keep something from you. He's trying to keep you from some problem. Come on. Understand this. You got to understand and pull this stuff in. Why is that so important? Don't get offended. Trials in life will do this, okay? Go to Psalms 119, 165, Passion. You got that one? Here's what I want to read to you, and we're almost done. We've got a couple minutes, right? Trials in your life will expose what's in your heart. Whether the offense is toward God or someone else, tests either make you bitter toward God and your peers or stronger. If you pass the test, your roots will grow deeper, stabilizing your future. If you fail, you become offended, which can lead to what? Missing all of it because of bitterness. You're going to go through it. Just don't get mad. A person who cannot forgive has forgotten how great a debt he has been already forgiven. Don't get messed up with it. Look right here. Look at this right here. Psalm 119. This is a wrap. You can hit it. Come on. There is such a great peace and well-being that comes to the lovers of your word. They will never be offended. Did you get that? Come on. Write that down. Right? There's such a great what? Peace to who? And well-being that comes to the lovers of the word of God. Right? What happens with people that got the word of God buried in their heart? They're not going to get offended. I know why it's here. Now watch tomorrow, right? Isn't this going to make it easier for you guys next time? Oh, I got a promise. Here comes the pressure. Oh, I've been waiting for you. Here you come. You're going to come. So you got to find it. How many want to financially go to another level? Guess what you're going to have? You're going to have money pressure. How many are going to believe God for healing? You're going to have body pressure. How many are you going to believe God for a miracle? You're going to have miracle pressure. Whatever promise you got, how many are you going to restore your marriage or do some good? You're going to have married pressure. How many are you going to fix your relationship with your kids? You're going to have kid pressure. You're going to have every pressure in life every time you got a problem. Oh, meet in the house. We're all going to serve God. You better hang on, honey. That thing is going to become like, a, you know, welcome to the jungle. You better believe it, bro. It's going to show. Yeah, it shows. we had prayer time. Ever tell you about prayer time at the house? I was ready to punch everybody in the head. Oh, yeah, they come with these great ideas, brand new year. I think it was my idea. And, and, and it was my idea. Yeah, what are you nodding your head for? You and your mother are over the worship, and they can't sing the song. So I'm singing. Hallelujah. The other two are in a rocking chair. They sing. I was like, you two are no help. You're, you're the worship leader. You're the worship helper. I'm singing a song. Nobody's paying attention. You know what? I'm not even reading the Bible, you people. I'm going to the other room. It was great. Really breaking records in our spirituality at the Sarno household. That was the first time we tried. I was like, are you kidding me? This place is not better. It's worse, right? The dog even got into it. It was like a nightmare. 
And I was like, I'm never doing this again. I got news for you. If you just want to do this, go do this on your own. So we went back at it. I was like, oh my God, you going to turn it around? You got a promise for your family? You believe in God? They're going to serve God? You believe in? Guess what? The moment you got that thing going and you start putting a little bit, guess what you got to wait in you for you? Pressure. They're going to say, oh yeah, how much you really want this thing? Oh, you really want this? Oh, you really believe this? Oh, you really expect this? Yeah. And just keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Yeah, just keep showing up. Say, no, I'm not letting go of that promise. I'm not letting go. They'll serve God all the days of their life, whether they want it or not. They will. They have to. Why? I ain't letting go of the promise. How many of you mom, how many of you grandmamas held on to it? I said, I ain't letting it go. You don't think you're going to serve God, but you will serve God. How many of you moms didn't quit? Held on, say, that kid going to serve God, whether he's want to serve God or not. How many of you? Come on. Somebody got to hang on to a promise. Because as long as I got a promise, I got a future. Once you let that seed go, boom. I don't want it no more. You got no future. Because you just let go of the seed of your future. So it's probably going to look the same as today. You can't change anything without a seed. Go find the word of God, bury it in your heart, get it ready and go. Okay? That's how you do it. Don't get offended. Now listen, I want to tell you this one thing. Because this is the big thing about offense. Be on the lookout for it. It's coming. Is that all right? Just be on the lookout for it. When it comes to saying, no, 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 I'm not picking that up. That's a little too dangerous for me. You going to pick up live wires? Chris, you can do it, but anybody else, don't do it. You going to go touching stuff you know you shouldn't touch? That's funny. We went, we went to the woods, you know, with the, um, this guy's funny, man. We're out in the middle of nowhere in Florida. This old, this old country boy was fun, funny, man. We, Luca was with me. And he goes like this. He goes, you see the tip of that gun, son? <laughs> Luca was with me. He goes, and I, la- I thought about this. He said, you see the tip of that thing? And Luca said, yeah. He goes, he goes, that's like touching a rattlesnake. I never forgot that. It was the craziest thing in the world. He said, that thing's dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. Offense is dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. Don't pick it up. It ain't worth it. It costs too much. Leave it on the table until you know how to handle it. Then when it shows up, you know what you do? You got no problem. Go with Mike. You go with these guys, right? Just like the, you learn how to operate like a, anything in life, you get better at it. But if you're going to pick up something that's dangerous, don't hold it for too long. You might hurt yourself. You got to know and respect it. It's coming. But you got to know how to beat it with the word of God. Yes. Stay unoffendable. Hey, God, you know what? It didn't work out, but guess what? I know this is how I, you want to see how I do it? This is how I do it. I've been doing this a long time. I go look in the mirror and I go, what did I do wrong? This will change your life forever. I go in the mirror and I go, what did I do wrong? Because you never miss it. How did I miss it? Show me how to get better. What did I, what did I do wrong? It wasn't God. What did I do wrong? What did I miss? Did I miss something? Did I not? What I, and then sometimes they'll tell you what it is, and sometimes you don't need to know. Yeah. Just go, I'll, be, I'll get better next time. Amen. Come on. Yeah. Might not be what I want to be, but I'm a whole lot better than I used to be. That's I'm right. growing in this stuff. Everybody, if you ain't growing, trust me, everybody's growing. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So what do you do? Just get in your position in your heart and say, I'm not going to allow myself to get offended. I'm not going to allow the pressure to offend me. I'm going to learn how to divert the pressure, and I'm going to help it. And the confession in your mouth will help that. Say what God says. Keep the promise buried in your heart and change your life and change your world. Amen. Close your eyes. You're there right now. Let me just pray for you. Father, I just thank you, each and every person, at the sound of my voice that's there. I thank you, Lord, you're going to help them become pressure-tested for life. 
You're going to help them become supernatural in their, in their stance and hold on to the word of God no matter what they're facing, no matter what they're saying. And I know they're going to be able to do it supernaturally because you have been faithful to them. Let them see and let them know greater than ever before. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and everybody said amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed for just a moment. Because maybe you're in here today and maybe yes. you've never even started that journey with God. Maybe you've never made him the Lord of your life. Maybe you haven't even planted that seed in your yes. heart. But today I want to give you an opportunity to get to know him, to make the greatest decision of your life. See, there's a God in heaven who loves you, who loves you no matter what you've done, no matter what you mm. will do, no matter where you've gone. He's loved you just the same. He gave his life for you. And the Bible says that he would trade all of creation just for you. Yes. Maybe you're in here today and maybe you've never made the decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Or maybe you've made him the Lord of your life, but you've walked away from mm. him. But if today you want to make that decision and say, that's me. No one's looking around. This is just a moment for you. And God, would you just raise your hand right now and say, that's me this morning. I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life mm. today. You can just lift your hand. And I'd like all thank of us, you, thank you. That's the greatest decision you could make. Mm. I thank you for making that decision. doesn't mean that your life's going to be easy, but it means you're going to have someone that walks with you through every single season of your life who will never leave you and will never forsake you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And you can put your hands down, but could everyone in this place just repeat after me? Yes. Just could we all say this together? Say, Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. I believe. I believe. That you're the Son of God. You're the Son of my God. And I confess with my mouth. Confess with my mouth. That you are Lord. You're Lord. So I ask you right now, come into my heart, come into my life, forgive me of my sins, and from this day forward, be my Lord and be my Savior. I'll follow you, I'll serve you today and every day for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Come on and just rejoice for a minute. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.